Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. End of your first year, Discover Credit Cards. Double all the cash back you've earned. Automatically doubled. See it for yourself. Discover.com slash match. He's an NBA writer. Mark Medina, we've had Medina, we've had him on multiple times on this show. Um, former Laker beat writer, Warriors beat writer, covering the NBA for years. The NBA draft, we were just going over the last 10 number one picks. There's three busts. There's Zion, whatever that's becoming. It's hard because you don't. They're young it's a global sport. There's a big map to cover. Uh, you talk to an executive about Victor Wembenyama, tomorrow's number one pick. What's the feeling on him? How good would he make the Spurs? Well, Colin, it's an interesting question on Victor Wembenyama because it's a consensus answer that he's going to be a generational talent. Uh, you know, he's going to have a Hall of Fame resume because he has point guard skills and a big man's body, and he's all about the work and he's in love with the game and he's coachable. But when it comes to the short term, I asked one uh, executive from another team that's not in the lottery as well as another head coach, the question, can the Spurs make the playoffs next season? They said, no, the reality is the Spurs have a very young roster. And while Victor Wembanyama can uh, have an instant impact with his game, I think that's just a lot to ask for a player, even of his caliber. And I think it also illustrates a key difference that San Antonio had when they drafted Tim Duncan. Keep in mind that they had the position to get that number one pick because David Robinson and to a lesser extent Chuck Person had some notable injuries that season. But once Tim Duncan was back, they had a veteran-laden roster team around him. So they were able to make the playoffs, get to the second round his rookie season, his second season, win that championship in that lockout-shortened season. So while there will be short-term differences, I think the long-term trajectory is still pretty high that he is the real deal and the hype is warranted scoot henderson what are the execs saying about him he's very he's got a derrick rose quality what what's the sense on what kind of player he'll be and how quickly yeah colin it's interesting you mentioned derrick rose i asked g league ignite coach jason hart about player comps and he brought up derrick rose because of his explosiveness but he also added jason kidd because of how well 
he manages the game. And so I think that there's mixed feelings. Will Scoot Henderson uh, or Brandon Miller go two or three? Um, there is a feeling that Scoot Henderson is the best guard in the draft and that he will make an instant impact. Now, there are obviously some notable uh, discussions about his weaknesses with his shooting, and that's very real. But when you talk to people with the G League Ignite, as well as people outside of that organization, they feel that one, his shooting numbers will get substantially better because he puts in the work. He's yeah. considered a gym rat. Yeah. But number two, he's not going to become a Steph Curry, even if he's working out with him. But um, his calling card is going to be about getting to the basket, exploding with athleticism, making the right play, elevating his teammates. But I think through time, his three-point shooting will be respectable enough that's not considered a liability. Saw a rumor on Paul George with the Blazers. Bam, at a bayou. Portland, Dame says, I want to stay. They've got the number three pick. Do you buy the rumors? Is there a chance Portland trades out of three? They get a veteran player. What do you make of those rumors? Well, Colin, in today's NBA, you always have to consider that anything is possible, right? Um, but if I had to guess, I think if Portland does make a move before the draft, it involves the number three pick uh, in hopes to get a veteran player to play with Damian Lillard as opposed to trading him. Um, and as far as you know, Paul George with the Clippers, look, I, I've been told even since the beginning of their early playoff exit that uh, they are committed to Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, at least through the end of their contracts, which expire in two years because there's optimism. They can get healthy, even if they sh haven't shown otherwise, because they're still in their prime. But, you know, look, anything goes in today's NBA. When you look at Miami, I think it is very telling what Pat Riley was talking about with not wanting to blow up everything, but also knowing Pat Riley is an aggressive executive. So he's certainly going to uh, do his due diligence to see if he can get someone like Damian Lillard. But I think everything is on the table, and it's going to be interesting to see how those dominoes sort itself out. All right, Draymond Green spotted with LeBron in Paris. Uh, there's a story today by Bill Ryder, a guy at CBS I know, that LeBron at times frustrated with AD. Uh, I think we all saw AD get worked by Jokic, was good offensively in every other game. And I do think LeBron kind of looks around the league and thinks, I'm getting old, I need guys that are available. Draymond Green, I would guess, would re-sign if the number's right with the Warriors. Is there any chance he would be a Laker or leave the Warriors? I would doubt that he would be with the Lakers just because of uh, fit, even though Draymond Green's obviously a substantial talent and can dramatically change any team. I, I would be skeptical that happens. Now, if he leaves the Warriors, I think that's very much in play just with the idea that he opted out of his contract. Maybe if he gets some good offers elsewhere, the Warriors wind up doing a sign-in trade. But I think at the end of the day, if I had to make a guess, the Warriors and Draymond Green reunite. They know that... Uh, they're better off with each other. But I think in Draymond's case, he wants to see what his value is out in the open market. He also doesn't take lightly uh, the value in having some sort of security. Um, but I think that even uh, if they have to sort out the numbers from the Warriors end and there are luxury tax concerns, they have shown over the years that they're willing to do what it takes to retain Draymond Green. But, you know, they're going to have to show it. Um, you know, it, it's... Um you kind of look at the Phoenix Suns. They they kind of stole Bradley Beal. 
Um, and now they've got Booker, Beal, and Durant. Those are great perimeter players. Uh, DeAndre Ayton does have a market. He's going to give you 18 and 10, but it looks like now, Mark, he's not going to get any looks for Phoenix. And we've seen him before. When he doesn't touch the ball offensively, he can pout and be disengaged. Well, he's not going to get any looks on this offense. So it feels like, realistically, you could move him. They also need bodies to fill out that bench in rotation. Is there a place for DeAndre Ayton that you look at? I think the Knicks is interesting. If you could get a Josh Hart and a Mitchell Robinson and a pick over to Phoenix, that makes some sense. Is there a place DeAndre Ayton fits, in your opinion? Because I just don't think that's going to work with him getting virtually no offensive attention. He was upset when Booker and Kevin Durant ignored him. Now you got Beal taking shots. What do you make of Ayton's situation? Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I think New York would be a great fit, uh, both for what New York needs and what the Suns need. And look, let's just split the difference. Uh, I know Rick Bucher had some you know, really strong analysis about the Suns trade, and he disagreed. I, I view it in this way. I think that the chemistry with Bradley Beal and Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are going to be fine. I mean, they're great talents. I think all players involved have shown that they know how to coexist with other good players. But I did scratch my head a little bit at the trade, just knowing that last season's playoff shortcomings partly had to do with health, and none of those three players have uh, had uh, those kind of track records with being able to stay healthy on a consistent basis. And then the lack of depth. Um, And so I think that when you view this move, it's good that they got Bradley Beal, especially for what they gave up. But I think that there needs to be another move in play, whether it involves DeAndre to fill out the rest of the roster to address some of those positional needs or see if they can convince some really good rotation players to take veteran minimum deals because they're, they have a championship caliber roster. But I think that because that there's always an unknown of the latter, their best play is to see what the market is for DeAndre and to fill out all those depth concerns that Rick and I have. All right. Do you, your guess today, number three pick, Portland number three pick, your guess today, they're going to keep it or move it? Well, uh, I think they're going to keep it. I think that they're certainly going to entertain the trade offers, but I think at the end of the day, they wind up keeping it. They draft Scoot Henderson. Uh, Brandon Miller goes to Charlotte at number two. And as far as Scoot, look, he's played on and off the ball. And while his main strength is being a playmaker with the ball, uh, he'll have to adjust to that, obviously, with Damian Lillard. They can deal with you know that concern later. They have an asset moving forward. And yeah. so I think that's ultimately what's going to happen. Mark, great seeing you as always. You know, um, I, I want to, J-Mac, not to make this too L.A.-based, But it is interesting. It's an economic decision. So the Rams, you know, they're selling out games. The Chargers, this will be their best team in years. Lincoln Riley's got USC rolling. Season tickets are up. The Dodgers lead the baseball in attendance by like 7,000 a game over the Yankees. Um, The soccer teams are good. If you start looking at L.A. and what's offered, and the Lakers always sell out. The Clippers become an economic question. So they're built. If you fly into LA, you see the you know you see the new arena going in, and it's going to be spectacular. Steve Ballmer is the richest NBA owner by a mile. He's richer than twenty eight other NBA owners combined. Building a gorgeous facility. It's going to be the talk of the league. And so when you open that, and all these people, these are expensive tickets. 
It's an economic question. You're not going to own four season tickets. The Dodger people aren't giving up theirs. We got two NFL teams now. USC is a huge brand. The Lakers are obviously a gigantic NBA brand in the city. It's always been a Dodgers, Laker, USC town. Now we've added two NFL teams. So when you look at the Clippers, to me, you cannot go in one year into that building with Kawhi and Paul George. They may not be available. Do you know, I, I looked it up this morning. Kawhi Leonard, th this number is astounding. Kawhi Leonard, in terms of missed games, <laughs> the number's crazy. I'll find it here. Hold on. Kawhi has missed in three years 132 games. Paul George has missed 105. They've missed 237 games in three years. You can't go in an economic decision. You can't go into the building with that. So my takeaway is Scoot Henderson for, for the Clippers, they need, a, they need a playmaking guard. You keep Kawhi. You get a star moving into your new building. Portland already has a playmaking guard in Dame. He doesn't want to leave. You give him finally a legitimate all-star level forward, which he needs and that can defend. Okay, he misses some games. So does Dame. But you give them like you give Dame his last shot. Remember, Portland also has two other young players, and Portland's got three first-round picks. But if I'm the Clippers, I need a star that's going to be available. And this and Scoot Anderson is not the best player in this draft. But after Victor Wembanyama. He'll be the most fascinating, the most discussed, and the most, um, dis uh, he'll be the biggest, he's John Morant and Derrick Rose. The media loves that. you got to go into that building in Los Angeles. This is not Cincinnati where if the Reds get hot, everybody goes. we got Lakers, Dodgers, SC, two NFL, a beach, mountains, shopping, perfect Mediterranean weather. You can't open that building with two old forwards you can do it with one. You gotta have a star going into that building. And to me, Scoot is. I mean, we show his video. I mean, it's like I don't know how. I'm not saying he's gonna win titles, but if you open a new music venue, you gotta bring Bieber or Adele or mm -hmm. or you you can't open it with a second round act. You gotta open it. You open a new venue with a superstar or an emerging star. Taylor Swift. You, you, you gotta this open Scoot Henderson, this kid is like, I mean, you just watch the video. It's a video game. Uh, it, now, listen, I don't know how speculative it is, but somebody tried to tell me, oh, yeah, if Scoot Henderson were in next year's draft, he would be number one. That's how good he is. He's only not one because Wembenyama is like a generational unicorn. Yeah. So Scoot Henderson is going to be the dude. There's a lot of people who want to get I'm going to tell you, in that even business. in Los Angeles where there's a lot of options. Justin Herbert, I have I know four different people that bought a season ticket for the Chargers. They're not even Charger fans. They wanted to watch Mahomes come into town and they thought <laughs> Herbert was one of the next two or three great quarterbacks. And they just bought Charger tickets. They were I think they were cheaper than the Rams and they're like Herbert's unbelievable. I mean that's the power of a great athlete and they wanted the one Mahomes game every year. Yeah. Like, you know, Mahomes is going to be the arguably the greatest quarterback of our lifetime. Pretty cool if you went and saw him 10 times. Yeah. So, I like, I scoot Henderson to me if you're the Clippers. That's your opening act in your new arena. That's bold. Bombers, I don't even think it's bold. Bomber, I think, is one of the most – he might be the richest owner in the I, league. He's got so much money. I was told he's richer than 28 other NBA owners combined. I don't know if that's, that's so what I've been told. Yeah, that would make him number one, yeah. Oof. All right. Um...
Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species as a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news! This is the Herdline News. I'm going to call Bryce Young your guy because you see He is to, my guy. You, you love, you, all you do is make you fun of his helmet. Wagon. I'm just kidding around. Anyways, Adam Thielen uh, is the latest teammate to be impressed with Bryce Young during this camp, and he spoke about it on an appearance on the Rich Eisen show yesterday. Here's what Adam Thielen had to say. I think he just kind of su- surprised a lot of guys of, of, you know, how prepared he was for the NFL game. Um, and, you know, I think sometimes it's hard um, in those moments because you're in shorts and a T-shirt, right? But at the same time, the way that he moves in the pocket, the way that he adjusts um, and can get the ball out on time and accurate and he can uh, make adjustments and, and things like that, it, it's, it's, it's impressive. And, again, um, it gets you excited to get back working together. So we know their front seven's good, and we know their coach is an excellent offensive coach. Most underrated team in the league. I don't care what size his helmet is. <laughs> I don't know. He looks to me like Tua, size-wise. It's the defense fine. will be good. I like the defense. Their front seven's good. Uh, division's wonky. They got to keep their cornerback healthy. He's good when healthy. Uh, Horn. They got a good. They got a good. Oh, JC Horn, the corner. Yeah. yeah, he's talented. Yeah, good team. Uh, all right, let's get back to the NBA draft. Uh, Wemby Yama, we know, is going first um, to the Spurs. Wemby was in New York for a pre-draft press conference and was asked about his feelings after the Spurs won the lottery. Here's what the big guy had to say. For me, San Antonio is synonym of winning. And um, it's uh, when uh, on lottery night, you know, when the when the Spurs got the number one pick, 
I was I, I was just thinking I was I was feeling lucky that they got the pick uh, as a as a franchise that has that culture and that that uh, that experience in 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 winning and in making creating good players you know so uh, I really can't wait. He really did get lucky. He sounds so grown First up. First of all, he's teenager. also got a great name, Wemby. Yeah. Did uh, you see the video of him throwing out the opening pitch? It was bad. It, but you it, know what? It, it's did. not about the pitch. Did you see him engulf the baseball? Oh, yeah. His hand is look unbelievable, look, look at dude. This. So I saw J.J. Redick, who's 6'4", interviewing him. J.J. looked like a little bar stool next to him. Like he was <laughs> tiny. And J.J. Redick is a, a 6'4 man. I mean, I'm extremely excited about Wembenyama. I hope he's on TV a lot. I don't really care about the pitch. I don't um, either. But, like, look at that frame. He's so wiry. I can't wait to Looks watch like him. Looks like Inspector well, Gadget. Almost all young big guys are wiry. Do you know how hard it is to keep weight on? Yeah. When you are 6'11 and up. First of all, 6'11 and up. If you're an NBA prospect, you're playing basketball all the time. Yeah. So you're burning calories. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the NBA, where for the first time in his life, he's going to have to play defense, too. And so you're burning 6,000 calories a night. And then the game's over. You get in a plane. You fall asleep. I've been told this before. With first-year and second-year players in the league, they try to put on weight. It's hard. It's hard. They're just... They're just because kids get done with the game. They don't want to eat a steak and potatoes. You're just putting protein shakes in them constantly, trying to get food in them before they fall asleep on the plane. It's you know these guys, and you also you go from college or European when you may play once a week or twice a week to four times a week. So it's ri- my concern with him is I put him down for 58 games year one. Ooh, that's way too late. He can't win rookie of the year then. Who you know, cares? I know you don't. Come on. You think guys care? Of all the awards LeBron James has won, where do you think Rookie of the Year is? Come on, man. 58 games? He'll win Rookie of the Year because it'll be so great. He can still win Rookie of the Year if he plays 68 games. And your schedule rips up an Achilles heel because he didn't get any rest. Come on. (laughs) Rookie of the Year. Uh, Final story, Colin. This one is jaw-dropping. Okay, so Alabama's Brandon Miller is expected to go second or third in the draft. I've had him third. My latest mock draft just dropped on Fox Sports. He's third. Okay? But this is troubling. Okay? He was asked to weigh in on the NBA's GOAT debate. He was asked about LeBron and Michael Jordan. This is what Brandon Miller said. But because you've been in Michael's presence and because you grew up liking LeBron, as a young person, do you feel like that conversation is just overdone? No, because I actually don't uh, think LeBron is, you know, to go to basketball, I think my go to basketball is Paul George. You know, I always grew up watching him, so it was never just LeBron. His goat was his Paul goat George. His goat is Paul George. Well, his goat, well, the greatest his, of all time, is his, Paul George. Well, I think he, he's what he's saying, it's his personal favorite player. I, I think he's misinterpreted what goat means. Okay, so you are, uh, you know, you, you uh, are, are the boss of a franchise. He comes in for the interview, and you just toss out, who's your goat? LeBron or Jordan? And he goes, Paul George. Are you reaching down to your paper and just putting a big X? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to get in the business. Am I not guy. drafting him? If he's thinking him? Paul George is the GOAT? I mean, what what other hot takes does he have outside of Paul George being well, the GOAT? Well, you're not drafting a guy due to his takes. I know, but like that says something if you think Paul George is honestly in any discussion you, for the GOAT of anything. Do you think anything? executives like, okay, we see your vertical and we see your shot percentage and your leadership. 
Um, I want to hear some hot takes, and we may drop you in the draft. Mahomes or Burrow? Who do you like? Zach Wilson. And he said Zach Wilson. All right, you're out of the first round. I don't think takes are part of the uh, Again, draft. Again, it's, it's part of a larger issue. If he thinks Paul George is the best player in the NBA. Now, here's what worries me. Oh, can I throw something at you years ago? Uh, I I had an NFL, um, a person in the NFL front office tell me this. When Vince Young is a rookie, he said his best friend was Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> I, and, a, and, and a personal guy said, it's like, it's a little alarming because Pac-Man was talented, but incredibly immature. And mature players in locker rooms don't hang out with immature players. So when Vince Young is a rookie, he's like, Pac-Man's my guy. You know, the alarms went off. It's like, you know, generally speaking... A really Im- a, a mature player rookie, if you had Larry Fitzgerald was on your team, you'd look up to Larry Fitzgerald or a, a player like yeah. that. You wouldn't want a player having the most immature guy in the locker room be the got your guy. And so what would worry me about any player is if, you know, like a, a guy came into the league and he said, my favorite player and I love everything about him is Kyrie Irving. Oof. Now that would worry me. Red because flag. Of, well, because he's an erratic player and he's very he can be very selfish. That would worry me. But Paul George, both ends of the floor, plays his ball. He was all-NBA. He was amazing against LeBron in Indiana. I get it. Paul George is a very— To put him in the same sentence as LeBron and Michael Jordan is just like, bro, what what does that even mean? Are you you joking? Like, maybe that was his new style of comedy, and he's he's a funny guy. (laughs) Very dry humor. Paul George. Okay. Are you done, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. Should we, should get we, ready for that. Should, we, should I keep bashing Brandon Miller? I can't get over your sleeveless shirt fascination. So if the Jets get the, to the playoffs, I get you in a sleeveless shirt. And, and I'll wear a sweater so it looks like a little dress. So pull one of those on and put it on social in the next no, 40 no, hours. No, come on. I want to see it. Uh, all right. Fine. Not, does uh, does uh, your maybe. wife like it when you show the gun show? Oh, yeah. who doesn't love it? Come on. Maybe our audience, to be honest <laughs> well, with you. I guess we'll take it to the test. Jay Mack with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live So I news. used to, when I worked out years ago, uh, I wore a sleeveless shirt once, and I was horrified what I looked like in it because I'm too gangly. And I couldn't, I, it was the only shirt I had. I didn't check the mirror when I left the house. It was the only one available, and I, like, grabbed it, never wore it, and I got to the gym, and I was horrified. But you're, this is, I mean this in the nicest way. Your arms are kind of pasty. I've played you in tennis. <laughs> and it's like, come on, dude, you got to have a little tan, a little... Uh, no, I am know. pasty. That's not. A, I said your arms. I didn't say anything. You know, I'm but, pasty, but I'm jacked. But you look more <laughs> jacked if you've got a tan. You know this, Coward. Come on. How, how do you own the day in sports? You make <laughs> incredible plays. How do you? How do the rest of us own the day by getting jacked? With Irish Spring, when the spring hits you, you're ready to own the day. Look for Irish Spring at your local retailer today. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. So we, uh, uh, I said at 5 in the morning, I was looking uh, on the uh, internet, and they had, sorry for the radio audience, I do apologize. It was the, um, since 2020, the number of playoff wins per franchise. And so it's it goes 8 across, 4 down, and New England has the most with 30, almost double the next. But it, the, the top row is who you'd expect. Philadelphia, Steelers, Packers, Ravens, uh, Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck with the Colts, Mahomes, uh, Kansas City. Very, very, really well-run franchise. The Seahawks are up there. Uh, Matt Hasselbeck and Russell Wilson. Uh, second row, again, I think are, you know, over the last 23 years, have had some good players. Uh, Rams, Broncos. Um, you know, Saints, Drew Brees, and Sean Payton, Giants, the Eli years, uh, San Francisco. And then you get into the have-nots of the NFL. But it's remarkable. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys almost are in the bottom rung. In fact, you, you could argue the Dallas Cowboys are tied with four playoff wins with multiple teams in the lowest rung. Houston, Raiders, Bills, Jags. So that's what that's what the Cowboys are now. They have fewer playoff wins since 2023 than Arizona and the Chargers, uh, than the Jets, uh, the same number as uh, the Raiders, who have been poorly run forever. Um, I'm, I'm not saying they're the Lions or the Washington or Cleveland, um, but I mean, when if you look at the teams in the bottom row, it's mostly poorly owned, poorly run for most of the last 20, 25 years. Cowboys have four playoff wins. Blake Bortles has as many playoff wins as Dak Prescott. 
And, and and remember, Dallas has had good quarterbacks during that. Dak's a B-plus quarterback. Tony Romo was a B-plus quarterback that occasionally had A-minus a moments. So, and they've had, like, by the way, they've had offensive coaches. Jason Garrett, Mike McCarthy. That matters as the league over the last 20 years has become more offensive. Uh, they're now in a weaker conference. So, uh, Kevin Clark of the Ringer earlier today on how Jerry Jones is probably the thread line. He's holding them back. I don't know if winning comes first in Dallas. I mean, I go to the training camp sometimes in California, and you'd see the head coach, and he's got to go over and talk to some CSI actor afterwards. <laughs> and it's just like, what is this? This is not happening in, in New England. This is not happening in, in Kansas City, where it becomes so Hollywood, and it becomes so corporate, and all of that stuff. It just seems like a different environment at the star um, during these practices, that maybe winning the Super Bowl is not the number one goal of the organization, even though they always have really good players and, and really good seasons. Yeah, I, 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 you look at, I look at Dallas as like a 9 or a 10 win team. I think they'll be pretty good. I think they'll miss the playoffs, but they'll be in it until the, the last weekend. I, I think they'll be around for the last weekend. My takeaway is they have about six really good players, one star Micah Parsons. They're very reliant to me on CeeDee Lamb. He gets hurt, big trouble. Still kind of trying to figure out left tackle going forward. Uh, not bad, by the way. They're, they're, they got, they'll be pretty good. I just think it's laughable to consider them uh, a Super Bowl contender. I just don't, uh, just don't see it. But I, I haven't seen that for 20 years. So it is, it is remarkable that they have two fewer playoff wins last 23 years with Tony Romo and Dak. And, and I would say have to be a top five free agent destination. Middle of the country, no state tax. Dallas, a nice place to live. Young people love living in Dallas. Four playoff wins. It's crazy. That that's that's the Raiders, that's the Houston Texans. Wow. Uh, do you have them making the playoffs this year, J Mac? I don't think you do. Do you? Who's uh, Houston Dallas? Texans or Dallas, Dallas? Dallas? Um, TBD, but leaning yes. The NFC is just weak. You know, I mean, if the Jets were in the NFC, they might be the number two seed after the Eagles. I don't think that. I, I'm not as bullish on the Niners as you are. Um, I got to wait to see a good quarterback. But yeah, Dallas is. They're in there. They're in the mix. Okay. You're ten higher. wins, right? Well, McCarthy lost Kellen Moore. They lost Dalton Schultz. No more Zeke. Tony Pollard off a major injury. Left but the, tackle de the defense will keep them in games. Well, and Dak and CD will probably do enough. I like Tony Pollard a lot. Helped well, me win major me a fantasy surgery. championship last year. Okay. I know you care. But he, he comes off a major injury. Yeah, he should be fine. Well, did you see? Well, the, the Broncos, the Jets, and the Cowboys have running backs who are talented coming off major injuries. Sometimes those running backs are never the same. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, Kareem Hunt on the market. Make a play. Well, Dallas can't afford Dalvin Cook. That's a problem. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what happens when you, you know, overpay or pay early. That's, that's yeah. You get stuck. All right. Done for today. Uh, first things first. After us, New York, Nick Wright, Chris Broussard, Kevin Wilds. Fastest growing show on Sports Cable. And uh, good job, J-Mac. That, that sleeveless sweater around the bend. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 